Good morning. This is Darrell Gunter, your host for Leadership on WSOU 89.5 FM and streaming on the net at WSOU.net. And back to the program, we have Mr. Jim Smith, who is the founder and president of GAN Analysis. As you know, Jim has been a regular guest on our show, giving us some timely information about what's happening in the stock market and how his WDGAN analytics figures in. Jim, welcome back to the program. Great to be here. Thanks for having me on. And I think, you know, for the record, um, this interview is being recorded on Saturday, May 23rd. It will go into our podcast this afternoon, but it will broadcast uh, next a week from Sunday. So just wanted to alert our viewers that some of the information that they're going to hear um, with the markets being ever volatile as they are, that there could be some changes over the next week. But anyway, Jim, welcome to the program. Glad you're here. And, you know, you wanted to talk about silver. But before we jump into silver, let's just give the, 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 our listeners a recap of what happened this past week in the stock market. So the Dow closed at 24,465. The S&P closed at 2955. The NASDAQ closed at 93.25. Interesting, we got a lot of fives in there. Silver closed at, uh, per ounce, $15.59. And gold was at $1,752.70. So, Jim, what is your WDGAN analysis showing us in regards to silver? You have here that you think silver is going to go to $100 an ounce as forecasted by the GAN chart. Um, how does that relate to COVID-19? But more importantly, when do you think silver is going to jump up to $100 per ounce? Well, keep in mind that $100 an ounce is kind of a long-term. Uh, we're just starting a secular bull market. Okay, how long-term, Jim? Uh, at least two years. Maybe it takes three or four. Okay, okay. I just want you to put a date yeah. digital stake in the ground, you know? Yeah, yeah. Because you're making a bold prediction here. It is, but um, I'm not alone in that regard, but... I did. Well, uh, when you say you're not alone, who else is talking about gold? I mean, silver being at $100 an ounce. I'm going to hold you accountable. This isn't like one of those shows where, say, where everyone said no. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so who else? Who else is talking well, about Well, there's a lot of, you know, you read on the internet all the time, and a lot of these guys are, you know, well, gold Jim, and silver, you know, uh, coin Jim, shops. They're all. Yeah. Sometimes, sorry to interrupt, but sometimes the internet is not reality. So, no, I know, but so, the, so who, yeah. who who on who is credible that said that silver is going to go to a hundred dollars? I just when I when I read this, I don't necessarily pay attention to the names, but I've seen a lot of people put it out there. I have noticed when I put you know I use Twitter and uh, YouTube, and if I if I put something out on gold it gets a lot of hits. So that really tells me that there, uh, there's a lot of interest in gold. And silver, not as much, which I feel good about because I don't think people are that excited about silver. And that's the way I like it because from a contrarian point of view, I don't really want to see too much interest in silver in the early days because um, my thesis is that, you know, the more people that are interested, if it's, if it's too crazy, if people are too wildly interested in silver, 
then you're probably not starting the bull market, you know, because in the early days, it should be very few people interested. And, and that's what we're seeing. Um, you know, it's still gold is the main story. Uh, even that is not a big story. If, if the stock market goes up, people lose interest in gold very quickly. Uh, because, you know, it seems like the stock market is the only game in town. And within the stock market, it's really, uh, you know, a handful of big cap tech, tech stocks, the FANG stocks, or including now Microsoft. Um, you know, that's where people are putting their money. And until that falls apart, you probably won't see as much interest in gold and silver. Um, but I, you know, the interesting thing is, from a GAM perspective, I've been looking at Apple and Amazon. I'm sort of methodically going through the big cap tech stocks with the idea that if you're going to have a pullback in the stock market, it's going to come from these big tech stocks, you know, especially Amazon and Apple. They have to see a correction in order for the overall market to go down because everyone's sort of crowded into those stocks. Interesting. So this morning, I read an, I read an article in the Wall Street Journal. Uh, a couple of things. One is that Hertz has filed for bankruptcy. And it's a, it, it, it's a very simple exercise of supply and demand. Right now, there's no demand for the 700,000 cars that they have. So unfortunately, they have leases on all of those cars. But when you look at the, the FAM stocks, as they refer to in the Wall Street Journal, in another article that talks about Facebook, Alphabet, Amazon, um, and, uh, and, and Microsoft, uh, as well as Apple, um, you know, all of the things that they are involved in involves technical digital media. And so the, the need for those services are even more to the point of Apple has Microsoft Teams, um, we're, 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 we're seeing uh, Zoom do extremely well. Um, but then there's the, the other side where people are starting to realize that maybe we don't need all of this office space. And so one of the natural things that you can see occur there is that that office space can be converted to uh, living quarters. Uh, I was just, I was watching with great sorrow on one of the, the major uh, cable networks about what's going on in, in, in Tokyo with folks not having a place to stay. Now, the Olympics in Tokyo had been postponed and the housing for the Olympic Village was supposed to be earmarked for housing for people. So it's going to be quite interesting to see how we watch the transition from our current environment to this new environment, which is, which is digital, but digital with physical assets. Now, sorry for this long diatribe, but I think it's important to note that um, I, I, I just happen to think at this time that we're not going to see a downturn in those FAM stocks because of, of the value that they're providing right now. I think the, the rest of the Dow is going to be quite interesting because they're not dealing in the same type of technology, they're dealing in physical services. But, um, but that's just my humble opinion. As you know, um, back in the show, back in January, <clears throat> uh, late January, we talked about the, the, 
you know, the Dow being affected by the Chinese market closing down. We didn't realize at the time that the whole market was going to shut down. So interesting times that we're in, my friend. I, I think, I, I think they probably have began turning, um, turning over in his grave, trying to figure out, okay, so, you know, how, how do I figure in here? So um, over to you, Jim. Sorry about that. No, no, it's perfectly okay. I'm, I'm glad you brought up some interesting topics. Um, I think there is a problem with real estate, as you point out, especially commercial real estate, but also residential. And, you know, if you think about what the Fed has been doing, they've been uh, supporting the bond market, uh, buying up everything inside, including corporate bonds, and indirectly supporting the stock market. So what I think is going to happen is that um, you're going to get this situation where they cannot support the real estate market because that mm. is it's just too big a market. I, the, the figure I read, it was $37 trillion just for residential real estate. So if, if, if there's a problem, you know, like you pointed out, uh, they'll convert some of those commercial spaces to residential there might be an oversupply and you know because people don't have jobs it could be a situation where it goes down uh more than anyone expects it's we could be right back to 2008 um i think there's a potential for that market to start to slide and pull down the stock market um you know because as you point out, everything's going digital. There doesn't seem to be a reason why, you know, the FAM stock should go down. But honestly, that's the beauty of GAN. Um, it doesn't rely on fundamentals. You know, it, it, it alerts you to changes in trend that are almost impossible to forecast using fun fundamentals. And with that thought in mind, over the last week, I've been looking at Apple and Amazon particularly, and I, I'm going to continue to look at, you know, some of these other FAM stocks as well. But those two stocks really caught my eye because Amazon especially looks like it's ready to sell off hard. You will not find a fundamental analyst who will, who will uh, call a high in Amazon or Apple. They just won't do it for the reasons you already pointed out. Because logically, if you look at it, you can forecast, you can see as far as the eye can see, um, you're going to have demand for digital because of that COVID is causing everyone to work from home. The internet is a big thing. Uh, you know, the cloud, all of that is going to explode. So it's almost irrational to say that, oh, Amazon's going to sell off. Uh, but the reality is, that's what the GAN charts are saying. And now, okay, so let, let, me, let me jump in there uh, again. Uh, this morning in the Wall Street Journal and in the Saturday edition, weekend edition, which I'm glad that they started some years ago because, you know, you always have that news after the market. But uh, they talked about um, the U.S. Attorney General's office uh, filing antitrust uh, lawsuits against some of the FAM companies. Um, now that that that's a that's a big fly in the ointment that could really disrupt 
their operations because instead of the executives focusing on building a business, they're focusing on trying to save their business. Um, does the WD GAN analytics, does it take that into account when those type of events happen? Well, to, to back up a little bit, uh, the charts don't directly deal with fundamentals, but the theory is that the price action of all these investors and traders buying and selling, it gets uh, discounted into the stock market and particular stocks. So in the case of Amazon, yeah, indirectly, I'm sure it does take that into consideration. And maybe that's the reason. I personally don't know. The charts don't tell me the reason why, you know, Amazon's going to sell off. It, you know, and, and if I were looking at this without looking at the GAN charts, I would come to the same view that most other analysts do that, oh, yeah, as far as the eye can see, the FAM stocks, including Amazon, are just going to keep going higher and higher, you know, because it, you know, other than, you know, this regulatory environment where, yeah, there, there are things going on there that could be a problem, but most people would probably poo-poo that until it really hits them in the face. I'm just saying that maybe it's that, maybe it's something else. Maybe it, here's an idea for you. What happens if Amazon is hugely successful? I think there's 60% of all internet sales. And, you know, uh, they basically took out a lot of brick and mortar stores. You know, it's, it's not just COVID that caused problems for them. It's the fact that people were doing more shopping online. Well, once they get that big, they are retail. And if the consumer retrenches, which they tend to do in a correction, uh, who's going to be hurt more than anyone else? It's going to be Amazon. Uh, I would not be surprised. I've seen some evidence that uh, online sales are starting to decline. Maybe that'll become more obvious over the next few weeks. And that could explain why Amazon might have a, at least a near-term pullback. I'm not saying that Amazon's going to stay down. I'm just saying the GAN charts are warning you that you've got at least a near-term pullback for Amazon and Apple. Um, now, Apple, I don't know. Again, the charts don't tell me why, but I can only guess. And I think maybe the trade war with China might be a factor. Uh, you know, they were upset about Huawei. Uh, Trump extended the ban. So there was speculation that maybe China would... Uh, ban Apple products in China, or maybe even ban them from, you know, product, uh, producing, you know, products there. I don't know. Uh, but I do know that GAN charts are telling me that Apple's going to have at least a near-term pullback. Uh, I find this very interesting because as background, if gold and silver are going to go up, it probably will happen when the stock market suffers a near, you know, a pullback, because then people will look around and say, oh, I've got too much money in the tech stocks. Maybe I need to shift to some other sector. So, Ladies and gentlemen, we are here with Mr. Jim Smith, who is the founder and president of GAN Analysis. And um, I would encourage you to go back into our archive and listen to our previous shows uh, where Mr. Smith is a regular guest. So, so Jim, let me give you a couple of observations, if I may anecdotal mm -hmm. observations. So what, what you said about Amazon, I, I think is, is true. And I think we're, what we're going to find is that the pendulum swings both ways. <clears throat> and the pendulum, of course, has swung for quite some time 
to online retailing. And I think this dynamic of COVID-19 has made us all realize how much we enjoy as human beings to be away from a computer in front of people, um, touching things, buying things. So I think that uh, we're going to see a hybrid. Now, how much of a hybrid we're going to see in regards to brick and mortar versus online, that remains to be seen, but we are very social people. So I just wanted to, to add that anecdotal piece into our, our discussion. Also, um, I wanted to point out to you that the GDP for the U.S. <clears throat> in 2018 was 20.54 20, 20. trillion. And uh, when we looked at um, what 2019, uh, it was 21.428 trillion. Now the projection, the projection for 2020, right now is that it's 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 going to be around 20.1 trillion. So we're going to lose some on that on that GDP. So I think when we look at the real estate market, we have to look at housing is one of Maslow's basic fundamental needs that we have to have, right? We gotta have food, shelter, and, and, and safety and comfort, right? So I, I think while we might see a correction in, 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 in the real estate market, uh, commercial real estate, uh, I, I do think that uh, we as a people in this country and the world have to give thought to how are we gonna provide basic needs to our citizens to keep everyone safe and happy. So I just wanted to throw that in, in there to you. And I think why, while I think that you may be right about silver going up is that quite frankly, people want to invest in something tangible, something that they can put their hands on. Silver and gold, those are very, very, very tangible, tangible well, things. There is another aspect here that I fully agree with your comment that we are social and therefore, you know, people have been spending money online and maybe they prefer to go to the shops and get out of the house. They're, you know, cabin fever, so to speak. So let's take the opposite view. Let's say that, hey, they open up the economy. Everything seems to be going pretty well. Maybe some people are getting COVID, but more or less it goes better than expected this summer and uh, you get a boom. Well, if that were to happen, that would not benefit Amazon. It would benefit the brick and mortar stores, which would maybe come back to life. So that might explain why Amazon would come off, come off and that would, you know, why the GAN charts are saying that there's gonna be a correction. I don't have an answer for it, but it could be either way. You know, there's a number of ways to explain it, but what you mentioned is is entirely possible. I, in fact, uh, you know, I think that would be the happy scenario. Um, and the only thing I would maybe warn people is that the Gantt charts also suggest that there'll probably be a correction, a near-term dip in the S&P. I think you're going to get a summer rally, but I think there's one more leg down before we start that summer rally. That's the only thing that I might disagree with is there's probably a hiccup and I don't know if it's the trade war with China or something else, uh, but something is on the, in the next few weeks is likely to take the market down, the stock market. I mean, uh, I mean, 
seriously, um, I, I, I still think the stock market is way overheated. And it's, it's, it's overheated based upon a feeling or promise. But if you look at the fundamentals, which I know Gantt doesn't look at, which, by the way, before I go into that, what does Gantt, is, what is Gantt based on? Because you've said several times it doesn't use fundamentals. For our listeners, help them understand what does WD Gantt anal, an analysis, what does it draw upon? What information or factors does it draw upon to give you these views? Well, everything you've learned in business school is flat out wrong. When they tell you the, the market is a random walk that you cannot outperform the market, the efficient market hypothesis says that if you try to outperform the market, somebody will take the trade before you. And that's why the markets are efficient because they reflect the best known information. Therefore, it's very difficult for investors to outperform and you're better off buying a passive index fund and just trying to mimic the market returns and you know buy and hold, yada, yada, yada. That's the kind of stuff that you hear pandered from Wall Street because they want to keep you invested in the market. Gann says just the opposite. The only time the market is in balance is when it's at a top or bottom. And the markets are actually not random at all. They're based on cycles. So you have a 90 calendar day cycle from low to high and maybe 180 cycle from high to low. And, or maybe it goes up 365 days, one year. There are a number of cycles that are important to GAN. And if you isolate those cycles on a particular market and they're clustering and they indicate a likely turn, and if you've rallied into it, then there's a better chance that you're going to turn down. Uh, but it doesn't trade, you know, GAN isn't just based on cycles. You have, he divided every swing into one eighth increments and one third increments. And the most important increment would be the 50% retracement. So half the swing is always extremely important. And if you close above it, that's bullish. If you, you know, if you're coming from a high and you close below the 50% retracement, that's bearish. So the combination of the retracements for price and the cycles for time, you look at both in combination and it gives you a revealing indication of what the market is about to do next. What I'm trying to tell you is that everything you've learned watching CNBC, reading the Wall Street Journal, going to business school, getting your MBA, everything you've ever learned is wrong. GAN proved it. And anyone can prove it to themselves. All they have to do is sit down and for 10 minutes and count from a high 90 calendar days down from high, see if you don't have a turn. Or if you're looking at a low, count 90 calendar days up from low. And then also look for 45, 180, 365. Those are important GAN cycles. If you do that and you look at enough charts, you will convince yourself of reality. And that is gonna be very shocking because most people either don't have the time or the patience or they just wanna trust Big Daddy. Uh, Wall Street, the talking heads on CNBC, they do not want to do the homework. If you do the homework and you actually go to the chart and start counting cycles, it's gonna shock you. Everything you've been told is flat out wrong. Okay, 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 okay. 
I used to work at the Wall Street Journal for 13 years. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. and I got my MBA. So, um, I don't believe my life has been wrong, but I, I do, I do hear what you're saying about looking at the statistical analysis that WDGAN Analytics does. I'm not going to argue with you there, but the question is, Jim, you live with this every day, and this is why you have your business. So how can someone become a student of, of, of yours? How can they contact you so that you can help them to understand how to do this? Well, the easy thing to do would be to go to the website and register uh, www.ganalysis.net. That's G-A-N-N analysis.net. If you register, I give you free older issues. And if, if you want current uh, reports, I'm running a promotion where, you know, it's ridiculous. The price is, is, it's not the normal price, but for new clients, I'm only charging them $50 a month for three months. And the reason I do that, I want to show them on a cost-effective basis, something that's not too much money. I want them to if you give me three months of your time, I will prove to you that GAN works, without a doubt. Okay, um, ladies I, and gentlemen, I, I'm going to challenge him. I'm going to sign up for this, and, and uh, we're going to track this over the next three months. So we, we, uh, Gunter Media Group is uh, going to verify uh, Mr. Uh, Jim Smith's assertions here, because this, this sounds too good to be true. But, you know, $150 investment? Yeah, why not? And that's the whole point. The reason the price is so low, that's not the normal price. But my point is I want people to try it out. And most people, $50 a month is not a big deal. So if you Oh, it's a big it, deal in today's time. $1 is a big deal. Well, you know what's funny is as the correction started in February, I did call the high. And you can see uh, posted to my website for those people who subscribe. They get access to the older reports. They can see exactly what I said in February, in the lead up to the February 19th high for the S&P, February 12th high for the Dow. They can see that I actually told them, you're going to get a correction. Uh, so th- I'm not, you know, I'm just putting it out there. And the idea is you, people who subscribe, they can look at all the older ish, old the older reports going back a couple of years, and they can say, "Oh, okay, did he get it right? Did he get it wrong?" I'm not saying I'm going to get it right every time. I'm saying that in most cases where you get a major turn, the GAN cycles are going to be all over the place. Like, like I just said with Amazon, there's a lot of cycles on Amazon. It looks really good to me. If you start to see it fall, turn down here in the next week or so chances are you're starting a near-term correction and and that's what we're looking for uh like i say all those reports are on the website it gives people a chance to prove it to themselves how often is he right how often is he wrong and um that's what i've noticed is if somebody spends the time to look at it they they really do get an understanding that hey this is not uh flim flam because there are plenty of people who offer services you know i've seen the internet where you know if sign up before midnight tonight you know oh this is this is a very rare report 
they do it every single day. It's like a rare, a rare <laughs> buying opportunity. And I don't, <laughs> I don't blame people for being cynical uh, because I see these guys, they're total hucksters, but um, that GAN is not in that ballpark. GAN is real. It's been around, you know, he was born in 1878. He died in 1955. He lived 77 years. I don't know how he learned and did all what he did in 77 years. The guy was a genius. That's without a doubt. But the idea that he came up with these ideas, is just amazing. Um, we don't have time to go into it on this radio actually, program, but actually we're, we're running, we're running out of time. <laughs> so. I figured that, but you know, at least we got in the point that if your listeners are brave enough and they want to see what's really going on in the financial markets, they could try it for three months. If they decide, Oh no, I don't think this is, this is for me. They're out $150. That's it. All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank Mr. Jim Smith, the founder and president of GAN Analysis. He's a regular guest on Leadership with Darrell W. Gunter on WSOU 89.5 FM and streaming on the net at WSOU.net. Jim, welcome. to. Thank you for coming on the program. I appreciate it. It's always good. Excellent. Ladies and gentlemen, that wraps it up for this weekend with Leadership with Darrell W. Gunter on, on WSOU 89.5 FM. We want to wish you to have a very good weekend. But most of all, remember, leadership begins with you. WSOU 89.5 FM.